Bob Odenkirk delivers a late career turn to action herodom with great success. Today I'm talking about Nobody. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. My name is Scott, and today I'm talking about the action movie Nobody. Now, Nobody is probably most noteworthy for the guy in the lead role, which is Bob Odenkirk. And uh, especially since Bob Odenkirk recently had a health scare, I wanted to celebrate him and his his foray into doing something a little bit different. So without any further ado, let's get started. In the long list of unlikely action heroes, Bob Odenkirk is towards the top of the list. Though a comedy stalwart, who's even appeared in cameo roles in items like I Think You Should Leave this past year, it took Odenkirk a darkly funny role in Breaking Bad before he was considered a serious actor, a role he has since used to stretch his talents and bolster his profile in Better Call Saul. But one half of Mr. Show deciding to make a John Wick-esque action movie in his late 50s? That feels like a stretch. Until you see him do it, of course. Odenkirk stars as Hutch Mansell, a working middle-class fella in a bit of a rut. Despite a loving wife and two awesome kids, his days are running together and his life lacks a certain joie de vivre. But Hutch's zest for living is reignited in a fearful way after thieves break into into his house and awaken a violent beast he's been repressing. I was a little fearful when I saw the trailers for this movie. Bob Odenkirk getting his action hero on was an easy sell. I loved that from the start. The thing that worried me was the potential Death Wish-esque setup where our hero is some kind of guy who's been pushed too far by an out-of-control society and decides to be some kind of vigilante. An updated telling of Death Wish. Thankfully, that's not this movie, because nobody is a midlife crisis movie. Initially, the movie portrays the home invasion and robbery as a fail that makes, makes Hutch feel like less of a man. He loses, res- he loses respect from his son and his in-laws, notably a brother and father-in-law, and they're iffy on whether or not Hutch can protect his family. What we quickly discover, however, is that the robbers weren't really a threat, and Hutch knew that. However, the whole incident does awaken his old killer instincts he's been trying to repress. So when he sees some Russian gangsters about to harass a young woman, he lets it out. Which in turn kicks off a cycle of revenge from the Russian mob who now have fully a fully reawakened former killer to contend with. I really like how the film portrays this and the entire foray as an excuse. This is something Hutch wants to do so he can feel like himself again. Because as unsavory as his former life was, he liked it. There's a number of scenes where Hutch admits that he's, pr- he's hoping things go south because he loves getting to be an action hero. Or he tells his wife, who notably seems to have a loose idea of what he's capable of, that he misses how they used to be when they met, and when he was killing people. It's how Hutch got his groove back. What's nice is that the movie seems to know that this is inherently absurd and darkly funny, and has a lot of fun with the unassuming-looking Odenkirk getting into brutal brawls, gunning down baddies by the dozens, or getting an entire room of gun-toting goons to back off with a clever trap. Same goes for the obvious fun and joy he feels before, during, and after each melee. There's even a bit where he crosses his fingers, just hoping it'll get- things will get started. But of course we're here for the action, and it's quite good. Much like its R-rated brethren, John Wick, nobody throws an old-school kitchen sink at the audience with a bunch of bloody hand-to-hand combat, gunplay, and some R-rated Home Alone fun by the film's end. 
all with slow motion to amplify particularly awesome moves or to highlight a visual gag. They even include a running bit where Hutch keeps trying to tell dying thugs his backstory, only to see they've perished in the middle of it. Director Ilya Nashula, sorry, the same fella behind Hardcore Henry, also does a great job of blending old-school and modern action styles. We get close-up shots to important elements like a blade strike or a gun being taken apart before we zoom out to see everybody moving in unison. It's also one of the few action movie finales in recent memories that manages to pit our hero against an army and the main baddie while maintaining the same sense of fun and tension. The verdict is, it's bloody fun. Though light on theme and character, nobody gives just enough runway for Bob Odenkirk to give his all as an action hero, with awesome results. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time, everybody. Stay safe.